Hello and welcome to the Entrepreneur Risk Givers Podcast. The podcast where we interview entrepreneurs who are willing not only to take risks for themselves and their businesses, but who are also willing to risk helping others. Now sit back and listen to entrepreneurs just like you who are giving back to their communities in big ways. Here's your host, Mike Wiest. Hey, this is Mike Wiest, and today on the show we have with us Marcus Jones. Marcus, how are you doing today? Doing great, doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I've been looking forward to having you on the show today. It's a real honor. And also, thank you for just sort of taking a little time out of your day. I know you're busy doing what you do. Let's talk a little bit about, I'm really excited to talk about kind of your passion for giving back to the community, but I want our audience to know who you are, know a little bit about you, where you're coming from. And so why don't you just sort of introduce yourself to the people that don't know you in our audience? Sure, sure. My name is Marcus Jones. I'm the owner of Miss Essie Southern Barbecue. We've been in business since 2003 and started in a nice little hole-in-wall in Salt Lake City. Originally, my, grand, my grandmother had a recipe. Uh, she's from Arkansas. Her name is Miss Essie, hence the name Miss Essie Southern Barbecue. And her name is Miss Essie Mae Jones. She grew up in Arkansas, and basically she moved out to California. And uh, she always loved the barbecue, always loved to cook for family meals, and just really, and really bring people together with her cooking. She moved to Arizona with her family, her uh, husband passed away at the time and moved all the kids because uh, it was just a better fit from California to Arizona for the family. And so basically, you know, they moved to Arizona and my dad started cooking. He started experimenting with the recipe and then he got a hold of my grandmother's recipe, the original barbecue sauce, and uh, really made it his own recipe. And then as I grew up and I went to college football up at the University of Utah, so I'm fast forwarding, I apologize. No, you tell whatever part of the story you want. <laughs> so basically, when I graduated high school, I went to the University of Utah, graduated playing football, and um, I didn't make it pro. So basically, I was like, I got to do something, and I want to do something that I love and that I have passion for. And I just this, this really just fell in my lap and thought it'd be a great idea to bring that family recipe out to Utah. And I brought my dad out here with me, and from there, we grew the business and took that original recipe and made four other recipes, the true honey barbecue sauce, the honey mustard barbecue sauce uh, with the original barbecue sauce and the apple cider vinegar barbecue sauce. So that's how we essentially got started. Nicholas and company, they brought us in, really allowed us to grow our small business into what we have today. It's still a small business, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, we, we made leaps and bounds to where we're, from where we came from. Yeah. And, and Marcus, of course, I know you personally, and that's not always the case with people I interview, uh, but I can say, boy, I just sort of watching you, not since 2003, but I think since around 2006 is when I sort of met you and your dad. But yeah, you guys have, you've come so far. And I mean, I'm seeing your products in stores and I don't know how widespread all of, uh, all of your business is, but you've definitely grown yeah, <laughs> since yeah, then. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been a pleasure. It's been it's been a, it's been hard, but it's been a blessing to really go through those trials and tribulations and really make the the step, the gains that we need to make so we can get the recognitions in different places in, in different grocery stores and so we can get picked up and, and grow the business and get the get the business yeah. that we want to get. Yeah, and I can say having tasted it, very good stuff and uh, the barbecue, but also the sides and all the stuff that you do. It's it's really amazing. Um, and so let's talk about this. And I know as you give back and as you think about giving back to the community and so forth, um, food is a big part of that, of course, because I, I get the sense that food is just sort of a big 
part of your life in general. Is that an overstatement or? It is, you know, I think food is a big part of uh, everybody's life. Um, especially when you're, when you're so much dependent on it, right? Yeah. Nobody, especially in cult, different cultures and um, being raised by your mom and your dad and, and really remembering those things that really bring you back to a um, peace of mind. If you are serenity or, you know, that, that, that in like, oh my gosh, this is, this is, this is what I want, this comfort food that really puts a smile on your face. So, so yes, it's a big part of my life and it really just landed in my lap where I just found a, a, a real passion for cooking and learning and then the art of owning a business and putting that all together to create what we have. Yeah. That's a challenge to go from loving food and loving cooking for people to having a business and running that. They're very different oh, yeah. things. So, oh yeah, like oh, yeah. and when we talk, and when we talk about giving, it's one of those things where you know your business partner's like, "Don't be giving that food away," <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, right, "I'm gonna do what I want to do." <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. That's a hard balance. So that's such a good segue. Let's talk about that because. A lot of times I'm interviewing people who are successful entrepreneurs, but they're giving, maybe they're just volunteering with a nonprofit that they don't own or whatever. But you are in an interesting situation because, because you're using your food frequently as a way of giving back, but that is your business. How, so talk to us just a little bit about kind of how you like to give back in general. And then we'll kind of, uh, we'll talk about that dilemma of making money with food, but also using that to give. Sure, sure, sure. You know, for me, I try to to stick with my core values of being a Christian and just trying to be a person of faith and just um, really stick to what God said. You know, hey, feed, feed his flock, right? If they're in need, feed them. If you feed, if you see, if you see somebody in need, help that person out in a way that you can, or it's, it's a sacrifice to you. And I, I think that's important. So you know, I don't. I look for causes that I feel like I can give, but also I look for people where that times like right now where, you know, they might, they might not have that much money and they need a meal uh, that's going to last them one or two days. And it's just one of those things for me. It's like, okay, I know if I give, I'm going to get it back one way or another. Meaning like it might not be a, it might not be a financial thing, but it would be something like somebody would give me something where it would take care of me and my business, right? Or my family. So in one way or another, I feel like it's going to come back to me. And that's really not like some, I'm looking for that, but it's just, I just know I'll be taken care of. I've been taken care of up, up until this point in my life. And I just have that faith and, and that mindset that I'm blessed, right? I have things that people don't have. I have, a, I have a successful business. I'm healthy. I have, I've met a lot of people and I, I want to be able to share that with them through my cooking and let them experience all that. Yeah. And this is one of the things that I see in, with entrepreneurs in general is just this idea. And I like what you said there is it's not that I'm looking to get back. It's just that I do get back, you know, and there's this point where when you push past your fears in business and you push past your fears in helping other people, when you do that enough, you get a sense like, you know what? history tells me that I'm going to survive this. Like I can, yeah. I can take this risk or I can help this yes. person and it's not going to kill me to do that. I will be okay. Right. So we can push past the fear in that way, I guess. Right. Right. And I, and I, I love that, that sense when you push past the fear, there is a, a, a sense of you have no control. You can't, you can only control what you can control, but, but feel like 
it becomes a a threshold, not a threshold, but a fine line of, and this is just me talking, it's a fine line between I can afford to give this way or I, I do need to sell it. And I think that's a conversation that is need to be had, one with yourself, but with the other person that's in need or something like that, or if they're asking for it, right? And, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that um, to, to be like, well, you know, if I can't do it, what other ways can I help you? And that, heck, if I have extras, let me go ahead and give you the overrun, you know, of the, of the product that I produce, right? And that can help you out. I mean, I might not be able to help you out today, but tomorrow, come by the shop. We have samples. We have bottles of barbecue sauce. You know, let's cook up a meal. Let's take care of that person one way or another. So it, it really becomes a, that, that fine line where you, you might lose up front, meaning the, the dollar amount, right? Yeah. But for me, it's the bigger picture. And I think that's how we communicate. I mean, I'm sorry. That's how we kept, that's how we kept in touch with our community, but also with our customer base because of the giving, right? Of giving back to the women's shelter of, of some sort. Take, making sure those people over there or those individuals, let's say, are, you know, are fed. You know, I've, I've seen the way organizations feed people and it's just not, to me personally, it's a great thing what they're doing. But sometimes food can be a little better. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. nobody wants to be eating porridge, at, you know, for Thanksgiving. Nobody wants to be eating bread and crackers, you know, for on a cold, lonely night. And I'm, I'm and I just always, if I can and I have it in my power, I want to be able to, one, give them a full and balanced meal with flavor, taste, and that, and that sense of, wow, somebody really took this time to make this for me. Yeah, they, they taste the love in that. They yeah, taste that yeah. somebody cared about this. I kind of think about that. I think that's true with giving, all kinds of giving. You know, it's sort of like, sure. well, I've been wearing this pair of tennis shoes for two years. I guess I could donate it now. You know, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. thank you. The difference between that and buying a pair of tennis shoes and donating them to somebody, what's the difference? That's kind of what I hear you saying is, of course, yeah. I could go buy a can of beans and a can of corn and donate that. But what you're doing is just pouring your love and the stuff that you've worked so hard, these ingredients that you've, sure. you've, you've put so much work into, and you're, sure. you're giving that to people. Well, and what I'm doing is I'm really maximize, maximizing my, my gifts and abilities and what I have. I'm using my equipment, you know, to make these things for people that that don't have very much to eat you know if we have the ability i think if anybody has the ability to give you know what can you give the most of and be okay or it might be a sacrifice but use those things to 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 maximize that giving so that person feels the love that you're that you're giving them that makes sense yeah. um that, that your 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 full heart is into it and it's not just like you said oh here's a case of beans go heat it up and eat it right yeah right. it'll fill your stomach up but I think that we're clearly missing something when we do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a question that we get sometimes like, where's the best place to sort of start? You know, where, how do I start? If I want to help people or help the community, where do I start? And I feel like I haven't even asked you that question, but I feel like you're answering it here because, because starting with what you're good at, starting with what you care about is the place. Of mm -hmm. course, anybody can exactly. give old tennis shoes or a can of corn or donate a few bucks, but what is it that you're passionate about? And what is it that you're good at? Where's your skill set? And can you give yeah. that to somebody who needs it? Exactly. And that's really what we're talking about is taking what you have and um, multiplying it by 10 or 20 to really help out people and individuals. 
to help out humanity in the best way possible you can. Put your best foot. Because it's not just us that, it's not, you're not serving just that person. I think you're serving a higher cause and, you know, uh, which is faith, you know, our God, right? And, and so you really want to make, you don't want to make light. For me, I don't want to make light of that situation because one day I might die. And, you know, I want to make sure I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so like you said, I mean, it, it helps, uh, it helps the people you're serving, but it also helps you feel good about your situation and good about your relationship Definitely. with God and so forth. So, yeah. And so one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show is just because of my personal experience with you. And again, not everyone I interview, I don't know everybody personally. Again, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show was because I, I remember, and it's been several years back, but when I was running a food pantry here, we I helped start and run a food pantry and did that for about five years here in Salt Lake. Of course, we're local here in Salt Lake. Sure. And I remember run, we ran across each other one day and you were just like, hey, love what you're doing with the food pantry. Is there a way? And I love this because it wasn't like, is there a way I could just like make some food and drop it by the pantry? It was like, is there a way I can serve your volunteers? And I don't know if you've ever, do you, I don't even know if you remember that conversation or not. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I but do. That, that was so awesome because that was the first time after five, about five years of serving the community day, you know, week after week and feeding thousands and thousands of people that anybody had ever offered to take care of the people who were serving those people who had offered to take care of the volunteers. I, that meant a lot to me. And I, I thought it was a really neat, neat offer. Well, I, pre I, I appreciate it. And look, I think the volunteers are putting out their, their heart and soul. They, they want to do, they're doing that because they want to give back in, in, in some manner mm -hmm. and think, we don't know their situation, right? We don't know what they're going through. And I just know that they're there working. They're spending good, they have their time away from their families and they're, they're doing a higher calling, if you will, in their, in their hearts and their minds. So I, I definitely believe that, you know, we want to take care of the volunteers, you know, take care of, you know, um, I always look at take care of God's people, you know what I'm saying? Um, because I, I think, they, I think they need to know their work not going in the vein because you get all different kinds of people in going through those lines. And what happens is you get that wrong, the one person that just is not grateful. <laughs> and they yeah. just, they can turn your day upside down. And you're, you're just like, well, why am I, why am I doing this? You know, yeah. I don't have to be here. And so I just, I just truly believe to the bottom of my heart, like, you, you know, we want to take care of the volunteers. We want to take care of the ones that are just putting their, it's helping organize things like that. Yeah. So let me ask you this. I, and I totally agree with that. And, and it is, it's so funny. It is, it's just one, one person who isn't grateful is enough to scare a volunteer away and, and uh, sure. lose your workforce because it's, you know, a situation like that's completely voluntary, you know? Right, so right, um, right. Pe people like you giving back in those ways, it does make a difference and it keeps the whole system running, it keeps volunteers exactly. happy. Well, let me ask you this. What is it that sort of got you in this mindset of of kind of trying to take care of people? Of course, this, you know why somebody starts a business. That's a whole other question. But you've ha you had this business going. What gives you kind of put you in that mindset of taking care of people? Maybe the person who doesn't have a meal or the volunteer who's serving somebody else. What makes you want to do that? My grandmother, Miss Essie May Jones. You know, so she was the hierarchy in our family. And she really embodied 
those teachings of what Christ did and, and how you should serve one another and how you should serve God. And, and uh, really, like, I see her as a lady that went to Jesus' feet and washed her hair <laughs> to wash his feet with her hair. And I see her as a person when somebody's dying of some, some God-awful disease and she's the only one in there that's not suited up to protect herself, to help, right? I see her as the woman that cooked and just took time out of her day to cook meals for people who, who needed it and really took the time to take care of kids that needed, the, needed a loving adult. So for me, it's just personal. And as I got older and, you know, I'm an old guy now, 41 years old, <laughs> I just really wanted to, I just felt a, a, a true passion in my heart and my gut and my soul to, if I have it, you can give it to somebody, right? If it, it, there's no reason. If you're struggling, you still can give. If you are in a position where you can share a portion of what you have to your neighbor, to your community, you know, do it. Because I think down the road, and especially as you see in today's society, what's happening and with the hate, the anger. I just, I believe it just takes one person of, of act of kindness to really get that ball rolling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pay it forward, if you will. You do one kind of act and hopefully that person will do the, the same thing. Go buy a person Starbucks coffee yeah. and then start a chain, a movement like that. And, and people will start buying each other's coffee. It should be the same way with food, I think. If you see a family in the store, offer to pay for their groceries. You know, I've, I've tried to do it, look at me like I was crazy, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, I, and I'm not rich by any means. You know, I just, I just want to do it, right? If I, you know, I just want to do it. I think that's how that chain reaction starts. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Let's, let's not go this route because if we go this route, it leads to the negative. But if we go this route, it leads to the positive. Let's try to remember what got us into a good place from the start, right? Yeah, it almost sounds too simple. Like you help somebody and it improves their situation and they help somebody. That almost sounds too simple, except for if you do it, then you see that it does work that way. Very, not every time, but very frequently. And yeah. as yeah. you know, that's really what the, the podcast is about. It's about encouraging people to take risks to help other people. You know, the Entrepreneur Risk Giver podcast is about encouraging people to take risks to help other people. And this is exactly what you're talking about. Can't guarantee you're going to give and get back or you're going to give and somebody else is going to give to somebody else, but it does happen. And so it's worth, yeah. it's worth keeping on uh, and, right. and trying that. Well, I think if you go into the mindset of, you know, you want, you, you're expecting something back. One, you're setting yourself up for huge failures because we all know people they, <laughs> yeah, they're going to do what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you said, it's, it's, you really got to have a heart of giving, but you really have to have a heart of um, serving. Yeah. And what I hear you saying it, you know, as I ask, like what got you involved in kind of thinking this way and doing this is that it really kind of goes back to Miss Essie, right? I mean, for you, that's, Definitely. I don't want to say that, but that's what I heard you saying. It goes back yeah, to yeah. this, this person for you who is more than just a brand and more than just a, you know, a bottle of, of uh, barbecue sauce, but someone who made delicious food, but also just really cared about people and served people. And those are your yeah. roots. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. 
What challenges have you come across? And I get you could answer this from a business perspective if you want, or just as you've tried to give to people, maybe and it's backfired. I mean, have you had any like anything that you've had to overcome here? You know, since two thousand three, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. Any big obstacles that you've had to overcome? Well, look, I'm human. And I got emotions too. So when somebody denies me or gives me, I'm like, well. You don't want what I got? <laughs> and it's like, you know, I'll go home and kind of stew on it. Like, man, maybe my stuff really ain't that good. <laughs> so. Um, well, I know but, that's not true, personally. Yeah, so. Well, thank you. But, you know, it's, 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 so I have to, I have to work through those emotions as, as much as when somebody says your stuff is bad, you, you kind of have to have thick skin or you have to really look at the ability, you have to look at the ability to, how do you give without with an abundance without going out of business? And if we're if we're talking about that from a business standpoint, you know, certain programs. One of the biggest things that we're trying to do right now is start a nonprofit community at barbecue. Awesome. Where we give back to the yeah, where we give back to the community by sharing t- educational cooking processes or giving back to bigger organizations. For example, if we God forbid we go back into another recession or something but the essential companies need to stay open. We're one of those companies that can provide dinners for schools, kids, for families, yeah. things like that at a big scale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, awesome. and, and feed the masses. So, and, and do it at a very high level where people are safe. They feel good about it and it comes out good. And it's the same every time. So things like that, there's ways to do giving and from a business standpoint that really you can capture the audience, but also there's ways personally, for me as an individual that I can give, give back, even though I don't have the, the funding personally to, to do a, a lot of people, but I can help that one individual or the family, you know, look, I'm 41 years old and I don't really see myself going anywhere anytime soon. So therefore I feel like I, I can risk a little bit more. Well, so, okay. I, I know we're running a little bit out of time here. And so um, I want to ask you one more question. I like to ask for anybody who is just thinking about jumping into nonprofit, jumping into helping others, willing to take that risk to help somebody else. They're trying to still decide, is it worth it or not? Yeah, um, I'd love yeah. to end with some kind of a story or something experience that maybe you've had that has been encouraging to you as you have risked helping somebody else, something that has happened that has been encouraging you. Maybe something that you've given somebody else that has encouraged you in return or even something that somebody else has given you um, as they've served you. I don't, do you have a story like that or something you'd like to share? Yeah. Um, so there's a, there's a family a buddy of mine passed away. And basically after the funeral, I went to his wife and I said, uh, Hey, do you, can I, you know, cook you dinner? Like, you know, cook you guys dinner. Can I feed the family? Yeah. And at first she was very standoffish. And so I, I was pretty persistent Called her back two or three weeks later. I was like, you know, I got some food here. I want to bring it over and just really want to just help out in whatever way I can. Yeah. Um, so, so essentially, um, she was like, okay, fine. If you really want to. <laughs> <laughs> so brought it over. It was like some pulled pork, barbecue sauce, some, uh, what else would we have? We had some, some mashed potatoes or something like that. So for, and it was all in bulk. And so I just gave it and, and just, here you go. And this all his food filled her well, freezer. One, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the one thing that I thought about how, how, and, and, you know, as when you're in business, you want to make sure, you know, how, how can you, how can you have done something better? 
And um, and I, I think about that, and, and basically instead of passing, just handing it over to you, handing it over to to her all that food, maybe make the experience a little bit better by one having a conversation. Hey, here's hot food ready to be eaten by you and your family, and and don't give it in, in such an abundance that it might go a waste or that she can't do anything with, it. and and make it so that it's easy for that person or individual to utilize the food and and be able to eat it so to me that experience was it was good around for me all in all you know she didn't really she didn't complain you know but i knew it was a lot of food and i I was like you know when i'm always critiquing myself you know those things how could how could we have done it better and do a better job to represent one with our business and myself as an individual i think people who want to go into this type of being an entrepreneur or or do a nonprofit. You definitely have to be, you have to persevere, be consistent. You have to get up long, early, early in the morning, uh, 3, 4 a.m. in the morning, uh, do your work, do your homework, uh, study what, uh, how you can, how you can do certain things that's going to make your organization stand out to others. And, you know, that's one way you can do that is, is by giving. I would say at least 85 to 90% is word of mouth. And that's just from giving, giving food away and barbecue sauce too. So it's like, you know, just consistency and perseverance and, and just be honest and transparent. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. And I, one of the things I hear you really saying there is um, it, this, this person you're taking care of, it's really easy just to give somebody something. It makes you feel good to give something, but sure. you realized as I'm giving this, it may not be the most helpful way to do this for them. And so remembering as we give back that there is another person on the other end of this and it's really exactly. about them. And and yes. to, to have that kind of mindset is really important. I think really special. And I appreciate exactly. you giving that to us. I think that's very Thank helpful. You. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Where did you pick that apart? I would have never thought about that. Well, now, now you know. <laughs> See why you do what you do. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what I heard you saying for sure. Marcus, thank you so much for being on the show and, um, and giving us all that good information. Thank you for taking care of people with your food and for being who you are. We appreciate thank you. Thank you, sir. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts and join the conversation on social media at Risky Givers. Also, check out our website, riskygivers.com. This has been the Entrepreneur Risk Givers Podcast with your host, Mike Wiest. Hope to see you next time.